This show is about sharing the profound stories of others who've turned their lemons to lemonade and about how you can navigate your own struggles by understanding how others have navigated theirs. As I continue to search for my own truth, I will share the incredible stories of the people that cross my path with the hope that you find inspiration, courage, and peace along your own journey to make the best lemonade your life has to offer. This is Life and Lemonade. On this episode of Life and Lemonade TV, we sit with my Bajan sister, Jolene Nunez, to discuss the unconventional choice of downsizing her city life to making a home with her partner in a van. Her story, along with her strong identity, authenticity, and the decision to always choose self, are inspiring reminders to push past the walls we build to pursue the lives we want. I want to start where you are at now, mm -hmm. right? Which is, what, what is van life? Van life is living in a van. So you're living in a mobile home, mm -hmm. a mobile existence, mm -hmm. and you're on the go. Mm -hmm. um, so everything that you would do in a house, you would mm -hmm. be doing in a van. Mm -hmm. So all the necessities that you need are there for you as well. The way mm -hmm. that you would live your life. Mm -hmm. it's it's the same thing mm -hmm. um, now granted there's a process and a science behind it in regards to like how do you use the bathroom that's a common question or um, how do you shower or what do you need what do you do when you need service mm -hmm. um, so all of these things like there's a way uh, to do it but it's the same thing as living in a in a house it's the exact same thing mm -hmm. and you get to go everywhere. You reverse your car and your you know, your house is behind you. Your right. where you live is behind you and that's a beautiful thing. It's with you on wheels. Right. And so I think I was introduced to van life, um, to be very honest, when I moved to California because as you move around here you see a lot of people living in RVs, which are like the extended homes. Right. And and I realized that it was a community of people but before i moved here i didn't i was not aware that van life was an actual culture and a way of living right so why van life for people that you know from other places that would never have experienced it before why you know <laughs> why why van life naturally by nature i am a gypsy at heart in regards to being a free spirit right i come from a background of traveling a lot from when i was born mm -hmm. um, up to high school or secondary school in barbados right. um my mother is before me before i came around she traveled her whole life as well and she's a single parent so everything we were, were very close we still right. are mm -hmm. and so i kind of took that and and brought it into my life right. it is natural for me to travel the world it's natural for me to um, see so many beautiful things there is so many beautiful things to see and cultures and places to go um, so instead of paying for a vacation and saving up for a vacation why not do that on wheels and have my home with me mm -hmm. um, so I really studied this I thought about it in in depth I thought about going to Africa and, and touring there and so forth and taking it from there and, and and finishing the rest of the world slowly but I decided I can see so much with my home on wheels mm -hmm. so why not start there and be the gypsy that I am right. and continue to be the Joe that I am the Jolene that I've always been right um so that's the why the why is in my bloodstream it's in 
in my spirit um it is freedom for right. me to to live in in a van and go right and i'm a minimalist i don't need a lot right. um i wasn't always this way mm -hmm. so it took a lot of time for me to get here especially being in new york and being a model and so forth mm -hmm. um but i i let all the material i let it go it's not worth it right. it's not coming with me when i leave this planet so why why am i holding on to it now and i want to get into that in a very deep way as we move forward i want to get into who you are as a person and what you do and and just your your mindset before we get there i want to stay on the culture of van life a little bit and i want to inform but also demystify a couple of things um so van culture tell me about it like choosing to to live in a van and transition what does that entail um, because I know based on our conversations that it's not just a decision to I'm, I'm just gonna move everything I have and move into my van mm -mm. that that is not an efficient way of doing van life no so, it's a way but not efficient for right sure. exactly so break down that transition and that process okay for, for us. yeah so the first thing that you you would need to do is let go of the material things right. which is what i was just saying because it's not all gonna fit with you and if you want it all to come with you it's only gonna bombard your mind and that's the last thing that you want to do Clutter, the idea exactly yeah. um you want to have the least amount of things with you so you have that space to intake all the beauty as you travel in mm -hmm. van life mm -hmm. so um, financially as well it helps so definitely getting rid of all the the nonsense and the material things that you don't need that we all collect because we love to consume we live in a consume a consume a consumerism consumerism like, world yeah. right um, that's the first thing the second thing is you really need to budget mm -hmm. um, you need to understand and understand what it means to be in BLM land so right. the bureau land management mm. are places where you can camp mm -hmm. um, for free for two weeks at a time. Mm -hmm. You have Walmarts, you have casinos. No one would know these things. If you do your research, you, you can save a lot of money because these are all places that you can camp for free. Um, understanding what type of van you want. A lot of people go for Mercedes Sprinter vans, which are the Amazon delivery vans is right. what I compare them to so people right. understand what I mean. And then what we're in is a, a Dodge B250. Um, and that's essentially like a, a bigger than a Jeep, but picture the, the silhouette of a Jeep as opposed to a van. Right. Um, it is not an RV either, but there's an RV option, which is less of van life living and RV living. That's a whole other category. Okay. Um, the beautiful thing about van life, a lot of people will gut the van and then they'll convert them themselves right. and get more creative. Whereas RV is very old school. It goes a lot more like way back. Um, van life is more modern and and more millennial as well. RVs are more for the retirees. And I know granted there are millennials that do it as well. Mm -hmm. um, but 
the the van life aspect of it really gets the mind going because you 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 have to think more and also you can do what you want to make it your home it's like renovating a house right so those are the the i guess the pros and just the facts of what the major facts and pros of what van life right. is all about right. as opposed to rv living okay so and i and you you guys can see pretty much everything so give us like a small quick tour of of what we have yeah sure yeah. so these are the two front seats it's like a regular um front of any vehicle so you have your passengers and your driver's seat we chose to get an ottoman to put in between the two seats so that we can get our chargers we can get our water we can get coins for laundry right. for um the tolls for driving and so forth and then you have your kitchenette here and we have our beautiful plants and leah brought an addition thank you gratitude um and so that's a full kitchen right so you have your you have your sink and then yeah. one thing that that is very important in van life is the whole water situation it's right. not a regular kitchen at home it's not a regular plumbing um the science is very different. So you have water tanks, you have a gray tank and you have a, a regular fresh water. And so that's connected to, there's a snake, like a, a hole, like right. a pipe right. that's, that's connected from the faucet all the way down to the actual, the top of the, the, the tank. Of the tank. Yeah. So we decided to get three tanks. So we have okay. the shower, then we have fresh water for brushing our teeth and washing our face and doing dishes because we cook as well. Oh. Um, and then all of that water goes to the gray tank, which is right. the waste and all of the old water that, right. that we use already. Um, and then we have storage. We personally had a fridge, but we took out the fridge. Um, we have a cooler underneath until we get the fridge that we want. Okay. And then we have like containers to put our non-perishable items in and spices right, and all of that. Right. Okay. Um, so that's the kitchen and then you have the um, bed. So these are two futons that Leah and I are sitting on. Um, you simply pull them into a queen size bed. Okay. Um, underneath we have uh, again we did a lot of renovating so again that's van life so this did not all come like this so we have our um, storage units underneath here our shelves but underneath mm -hmm. um that and i'll show you guys as well yeah but yeah and so a lot of things are stored underneath there and the same thing with up top here and here as well mm -hmm. straight ahead is our library so we have all of our books up there and um believe it or not our shower is underneath there um oh yeah yeah and i'm fascinated by that because i i know um um who you see in the background here he was showing me uh hi <laughs> what's going on everyone <laughs> he was he was telling me how they showered this morning so uh, uh we can do all of that after but so yes a daily schedule because as you mentioned before there's a lot of planning that goes into it so you actually based on just my conversations with jolene i i realized that there is a lot of organization like way more organization than your average day in a you know your routine day at home you guys have to plan every minute day to day each day might look different so just give me like a general idea of your daily schedule and the things that you have to consider in a day okay so Lately, our BLM land that we've been staying at, so the Bureau of Land Management, um, has been in the mountains, so there's no service there. 
Um, now, if there's no service, and obviously we can't get through to people, if we don't have things that are charged, then we can't use our technology either. We have solar panels for energy. So we always have to make sure that what we're doing, if we're staying in the mountains especially, rather than coming down to, into town to get, um, to get service, right. we charge our solar panels, mm -hmm. um, which we either put up top of the roof because that's where the most sun is, mm -hmm. or we just put it where we're, we put it on the floor facing the sun. Mm -hmm. um, so we have our goal zero, that's what we use. Um, so we have to make sure that everything is charged before we go into town if we do need service if we have a lot of work to do and so forth now um we wake up in the morning and we or let me start in the night before so we get into the mountain and we um around six o'clock in the evening in the evening mm -hmm. and the way that we start our day is we actually shower in the night Okay. Because again, you have limited water. You have to continue to go to the supermarket. Whole Foods, you can fill your tanks right. for like okay. cents or a dot. How much is it, babe? 39, 39 cents right. um, to fill your water tanks, guys, if you're interested in that. Um, so Whole Foods is great for that. So we have to be, or Walmart as well. So we have to be cautious of of the water that we're using when we when you see our shower which i love our shower so much it's fantastic um but anyway so when you see our shower we decided to get a vase mm -hmm. um because we can track how much water we're using okay so i shower first in the vase and then i'll rinse it out and then almost shower after or whatever like one of us will shower before the other it's literally um about a few seconds to shower we tuck it back in underneath hair and we get ready for the day we use our kitchenette to um, do our wash our teeth and brush our teeth sorry and wash our face and so forth and we have shower wipes as well so okay. if we can't shower and we're stuck there are actual shower wipes as well that exist okay they say shower wipes instead mm -hmm. of baby wipes or whatever facial wipes okay. um they're shower shower wipes mm -hmm. um so they're little like towelettes mm -hmm. and they're thick so we can use that as well um, we get ready for the day and then we do our morning routines and exercises and so forth. And while we're doing that, we'll charge our solar panels. Okay. So this is about two to three hours in the morning. So we're still in the mountains. And you wake up generally at like what time? I wake up very early around 5.30. Okay. Um, um, around like when the sun, he, he come, he raises, rises with the sun. Right. Um, to do his spiritual practice. Right. Um, and it's been a lot easier on the west coast to do that okay. because the sun is is just more clear here um and sunset sunrise is more clear here yeah so it's like three hours in the mountain before okay. we go into town so that's the jits of the morning routine right right um and, mm -hmm. yeah and then throughout the day you do your work and you and and all that stuff but then you have to prep for where you will go if you're not in the mountain for where you will go to stay so you have to look for another BLM space or do you park in residential areas? I've seen people do that before. Which is and called stealth parking. Right. Yeah. Right. So the BLM land, you're allowed to stay there two weeks at a time. So luckily you have a good two weeks to figure out the next move. Mm -hmm. um, this is a perfect example. The mountain that we were staying at with all the California fires that are going on right now, um, they closed it. So the other night, 
actually to answer your question this is actually a perfect example so we ended up self camping because it got really late we didn't want to drive in the night right. and um, we had gotten to the mountain like right before it started to get dark mm -hmm. and we turned around when we saw the sign mm -hmm. so as soon as we because we didn't have service up there so as soon as we had service we got off of the road and then we just GPS like park nearby right and usually by the park is a residential area in california right so we just parked on the side instead of by the park we parked right. in the residential um in the actual driveway of of where the houses are mm -hmm. and just parked on the side okay so so you have to consider where you can park you have to consider your solar panel paneling so that you can charge um areas to refill your water uh and you can help me here um gas i know you have all these different apps where you can like figure out gas what else am i missing what else would what else would you want them to know that you you figured they would not know about prepping a day the water is a a big one because we we tend to not be cautious about that um so when right. you're having a shower you think okay well i can just you know use all the water and then you realize oh shit the next morning i can't even wash my brush my teeth or do anything because all the water is gone right our tanks are not see-through right. so we have to be cautious of that right it's very it's important because if we can't get to a whole foods or a walmart to refill our tanks we're screwed and we have no water right. let's just say that we are stranded right so we have to be very cut the water is a big thing right um another thing would be the the solar panels if you don't have electricity or if you don't have because our solar panels make everything run in mm -hmm. here mm -hmm. um this is an older van so we have to connect when we do have a fridge we have to connect our fridge to the solar panel mm -hmm. um so the panels is, themselves are just panels but then you have the goal zero like I'll, I'll call it the outlet box right which is what you charge everything in mm -hmm. so that is connected to the solar panel and then a percentage comes up so you could see how much that that box is charged mm -hmm. um, and so I think it would be it would be the uh, the electricity and the the battery and everything all your batteries for all of your devices and the water that's mm -hmm. a really big thing that people don't know about um, what about safety Okay, so we ha again, there there are amazing apps for that. Um, so we, given the circumstances that we're in right now, um, with all the rioting and stuff that was happening, I'll give you an example. We were like, well, what are we going to do? We're about to go into van life. So where is the best place to go? Right. Because we're black, mm -hmm. and I, I'm not trying to get racial. I'm just speaking the facts. Mm -hmm. um, we really had to look at all of the states. Mm -hmm that that were well starting with red and blue right. um and then looking at where all the riots were and so forth versus where they weren't and surprisingly where you would think we would be at risk we weren't in places right. like the south and so forth it was very interesting um so being having some sort of geographical knowledge mm -hmm. and doing research using google using the internet and all of these things before going to the place is very very important whether you're yellow black white it doesn't matter it's mm -hmm. very very important to do this research in general mm -hmm. um but honestly Leah, a lot of it is risk-taking as well because you don't know what you're driving into until you get there yeah. you can read what you want but this is these are very 
very interesting and serious times as well so you just don't know right and because we are risk takers and because we really sincerely do believe in spirit we we are protected and if something happens god forbid but it is what it is there's only so much that we can prepare for right but i think the majority of it would be the research and so forth before um going to the location and then in general i mean outside of this time um in general safety like you don't you don't encounter like nefarious characters um, or attracted to van life you don't is that a thing or I feel like van life is so it's known so much more than people than people think the, right. the community is actually very very big mm-hmm. in a place like California or the West Coast you're camouflaged you're good to go you have right. no problems right. if you go to um, a place like New York City and you have an RV in the middle of Times Square then obviously people think that you're a tourist and you're in town or whatever the case may right. be. I use those exam- like those extreme examples just so you can understand it really depends on the energy of that state or country or whatever the case is and if they're welcoming or not. Right. Um, so regardless of the time we're in mm-hmm. or in general do your research because it's good to know these things right. and you you'll be surprised the place like i said the places that i thought i would have to protect myself i they were like you know so welcome like come in you know and i was like well thanks <laughs> in the places like oklahoma like tulsa oh, you wouldn't wow. have thought that but everyone was so nice it was crazy and then i come like closer to city life and everyone has an attitude and and everything oh, so gosh. i um you know, we haven't experienced racism. Okay. We haven't experienced uh, any sort of negative or unsafe or I'm, I'm, I'm not feeling this vibe. Maybe like if we're going down a specific street, then that's one thing, but a whole town, no. Okay. Um, Your favorite thing about van life and the biggest myth about van life? Honestly, it only white people do it or only a certain race mm. do it mm-hmm. um which is which made me well, i'm a researcher i love to learn so i like to know these things myself like what are, okay if that's the case and let me do some research i'm curious what mm-hmm. does that mean mm-hmm. and now granted like yes the a lot of caucasians do do van life yes but it is obviously open to the public we're all welcome mm-hmm. i i welcome you guys into my life um and this is actually one of the reasons why we wanted to do van life to show all races that it's possible i think it's fear mm-hmm. i think it's misunderstanding i i think that van life is misunderstood right um and it's only for a specific type van life indicates that you're a surfer and you just want to go in the water and come back and live the beach life there's so much more to that right there are people that have three kids and two dogs and a parrot and this is a real thing there are people who um just got married and they're singles doing it there it's amazing stories out there guys and you know it's just a testament to you really sincerely cannot judge a book by its cover Mm -hmm. so that that would be the biggest myth that it's only uh for white people right and so you're doing this with Om, and both of you are in a partnership. Um, and with everything that you've just described, you know, like how, well, it's a very intimate setting. There isn't, there isn't anywhere to go. You're always with, with each other. And you have, it sounds like communication has to be a big part of, 
of the relationship in order to successfully live this life to be safe to be comfortable um, and and then just really to get the most out, out of it so what brings two people together to do that and what is important for you to have an unsaid or unknown connection it's just there right um, the willingness to work things out being solution oriented rather than continuing to talk about the problem right that's a big that's a big thing and right before this we were living in a studio not much bigger than this in Chicago right. so like you know ironically we downsize other people would have you know upgraded so that you do have more space to have your own space right um, but for us we that's another reason why we want to be on the west so we could spend a lot of time outdoors right so another example of how our average day looks like i like to do my work in the van he likes to do his work in the park right so and our you know we set our days up like a nine to five right. type of thing right. so that's the amount of time that we tend to have our own space right i personally love my space i think it's very healthy regardless of if you're in a partnership or a household with family it's very important for every one of us to have our own space mm -hmm. and he does as well so it works the balance is there um, so there are ways to be to be apart in, right. in a very small space, especially when you're in the West and you can afford to be outside and it doesn't get freezing cold and so forth. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I think I think that's 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 the the biggest thing is being solution oriented. I always right. say that to people. Right. And do you think you need to be on the same spiritual? Are you guys on the same spiritual path? yes and no mm -hmm. um and i say that because we're we're different individuals by i mean he's himself and i myself um but the direction is the same direction right. the the goal and the mission is the same mm -hmm. so it helps but to answer your question it's not necessary right um it just happens to be easier because right. you don't have to adapt or feel like you have to um sacrifice or anything of that nature mm -hmm. um and, and the unconditional love is there as well right. i think that's another thing and it takes a very specific amount of work to get to unconditional mm -hmm. um you know i always i use the analogy of if someone god forbid did something really really bad to harm a family member would you can you say that you still love them and right. i can Right. There, there's some things that some Leah. There's some things that have happened, and you know about those things. And I still love those people unconditionally. Right. Right. That takes a lot of strength and a lot of of patience and growth and time to learn yourself and to unlearn in order to heal. Mm -hmm. And I think because we're both at that unconditional place, mm -hmm. it makes it a lot easier to be in a small space like this. Right. I th I think so too, and and it's beautiful to see and to to witness. I met you in Barbados, yes, yes. right? And um, I would have seen you around in my childhood, in my teens, for a while, mm -hmm. I believe. And we are a very conservative society. Yeah. You know, the way I live my life is, is considered very um, risky in that I've lived in many different countries, which is something that we don't, we don't venture out like that and we don't move around like that. Right. And we live in very safe and conservative predetermined ways right and your life is far far more undetermined than even mine is. right and that is not something that you pick up from home 
right. that is not necessarily our collective mindset. Right. So tell me about your particular journey and what, what you think in your life has caused you to always follow this, you want to, set, to, to define your identity, but then to choose this, when I say this path, I mean your life path. Okay, so I guess to so to start with, I um, I was born in Grenada, mm-hmm. and um, I did spend a lot of time in Barbados. Mm-hmm. But between Barbados and Grenada, I was in Trinidad. My mom's Jamaican, so I moved back there. Mm-hmm. Um, then my stepdad was a diplomat, so for the American embassy, so wherever he went, we had to go. He was American, so it went to Panama, then mm-hmm. um, back to. Uh, Virginia mm-hmm. um, I was living in Falls Church and then we went to Texas and then we went to DC and they got a divorce and mm-hmm. then my mom got a job offer in Florida mm-hmm. and I'm about eight at this point right. um, and then she got a job offer in, in Barbados right. because of the academic system being so so much better than the states she wanted me to just stay there mm-hmm. and so because of all the moving around um, and I guess just because it was meant for me to know myself from at such a young age, mm-hmm. um, I knew I was bisexual at the age of five. Mm-hmm. I loved, I saw the love in, in, in girls and boys because I was a child um, the same way. I never understood why I had to choose. Mm-hmm. So I use that example to say that I just, I think it starts with the fact that I, I knew myself from such a young age. Right. Not only did I know myself, I was very comfortable with who I was. Right. So that's where the independence and the integrity and the, um, quite honestly, the pride and, and that gave me freedom. Mm-hmm. To have that gave me the freedom that mm-hmm. I needed and wanted. And so because I'm grateful to have a mother who has always pushed me to do and be who I want to be rather than go to college, have kids, this, that, and the third, um, you know, I'm, I was, I'm very grateful, was, and I'm very grateful for that. Um, and, you know, being able to try, yes, yeah, someone would argue that traveling so much at such a young age is not good for the child and so forth. But again, because I matured so quickly, mm-hmm. um, seeing all these different cultures and being in Panama was very much like being in the Caribbean because we're essentially the same people by, by culture. Um, all of these different things, it was, a, it was a beautiful thing to see myself outside of my body. Mm-hmm. Um, just understand life Mm -hmm. understand how people are personality wise understand that i am from a place where they don't understand what it's like to love a man and to love a woman Mm -hmm. far less convert to a woman from a man or a man to a woman um and it allowed me to this is why I always like talk about freedom so much because that's where it started right right a lot of a lot of us know who we are we, we are who we are from cho- from a child right right by the age of eight we figure that out right. right and then a lot of what happens to us is conditioning within society and so forth so and a lot of the issues that we develop are from our childhood from our parenting from something that society may have told us at some point in time so 
what were some of the tenets of your relationship with your mom that allowed you to be this person my mom is gay mm -hmm. so that's that's a big thing uh, the fact that my mother is also um, her father was Cuban her mother was Panamanian she was born in Jamaica so she also is very cultured as right. well before I came along she was living in Switzerland and Germany and the States and the Caribbean all these different places and traveled the world on top of that right um, so the idea of always being yourself and going to soar and to learn from other cultures has a lot to do with my journey mm -hmm. and I'm very grateful that before I came along because I'm adopted before I came along mm -hmm. that's why I say came along and before she as opposed to before she had me um, she she was the person that she was right and she always would be the person that she is mm -hmm. um, as much as she can or could be given mm -hmm. that she is a gay one gay woman living in in the, the Caribbean um, or anything of that nature she still was herself mm -hmm. so I use that as an example to say regardless she ha will and always has been herself right um, and that traveled down with me and it, it just stuck with me right and I wanna I wanna stick a pin here and really open up the conversation of identity mm -hmm. because you know going through life everybody needs to connect to something I am from this place I am from that place I mm -hmm. am this race you know yeah I speak these languages etc I, 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 I am a lawyer I am a model I am a right and we put all these labels you just described the everything or a lot of what would cause many people to be confused with identity to be if I may say this to be adopted to be raised by a single gay mother in a society that is very you know in societies that have been that aren't understanding of that to have moved around and to all these things, to have a perspective or a mindset that is different from what is standard, right? So for you, what does identity mean? And, and two, how do you, how are you able to reconcile these things within yourself to be able to have this identity? Identity to me goes back to freedom. Everything goes back <laughs> to freedom because the freedom to mess up the freedom to be confused freedom does not necessarily mean all positive and soaring in the right. sun and all these different things it means the i have the choice to mess up mm -hmm. i have the choice to 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 be in excruciating pain and learn from it or not mm -hmm. i have that choice mm -hmm. and so to me having the choice is is what identity is mm -hmm. because you have the choice to find out what your identity is mm -hmm. Um, how how did I get through to put it in to ask the question in my own words back to you how did I get through all of the the trials and the um, cute confusion if any and all of these different things um, I think I would have to say that because I have a lot of opportunities one of my strengths would be the consistency and just the idea again it goes back to knowing myself at such a young age and just sticking with that regardless of what has been thrown at me mm -hmm. um, 
I being sexually abused, being raped, and still being able to heal, grow, and love that person unconditionally is what I mean by the self-work that comes and the determination and the choice mm -hmm. to to know who I am after something like that has happened to me. Right. right. You don't just wake up and know these things. You don't just wake up and have freedom. It's a process. Freedom comes after a process many times, right? Yeah, of course. Um, so what was the point in your life where that spiritual, where that coming home to self kind of happened and how were you able to to then reconcile these things rape adoption all these things all the as you say the trials like how does that process actually start so to answer the first part of the question it was in california exactly where we're at mm -hmm. um in 2018 mm -hmm. i was you know we come from the Caribbean we start drinking really very young and partying and all of that stuff I just fell in love with alcohol right. and I essentially was a functioning alcoholic mm -hmm. I worked I was bartending I was modeling I was doing all of these things in New York hustling working 80 hours a week mm -hmm. um, and then I moved to California and I knew that there needed to be change. I knew that, mm -hmm. but I didn't expect to wake up one morning, which was June 10th, and say, I will no longer drink alcohol. Mm -hmm. When someone says that and they have an addiction or a habit, they don't usually go through with it. They may relapse or right. whatever the case may be. It's very hard to, to stop something like that. But up till today, I have, and I'm very proud of myself. Mm -hmm. Between today and June 10th, 2018, yoga came to me. Mm -hmm. um, one day, I just I picked up my mat and I just started doing yoga. Um, I started really doing breathing. I started um, to really fact check myself because I always say to people, it's very important to check yourself and check in with yourself, and 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 go down the list of things. How does how do all of my organs feel? Mm -hmm. I stopped drinking, so my kidneys are, are going to be great now, but apart and my lungs, but apart from that, what else? It's the what else. It's the how, it's the why all those questions came to me mm -hmm. because I allowed them to. Mm -hmm. I know you as a model. Right. Um, I know you as a makeup artist. Right. Um, as a businesswoman. So who is Jolene in her 20s? Jolene, Joe, whoever, she was um, a social butterfly, someone that always wanted to help people, someone that worked herself too much um, in New York, um, really had a very specific vision in modeling. I, I need to get signed to a European, European agency because I know I'm petite, I know I'm shorter, I'm 5'8". And everyone in the industry um, in LA was telling me that I am I'm too editorial for, for me to get signed here mm -hmm. um, that my market mm -hmm. is in Europe the same thing happened in New York um, and I was so determined to make it I was so fixated on my modeling career and and my makeup career and that's why I got into the special effects program and I was mm -hmm. like I went to mud in Soho for that and 
I was like, I'm going to do special effects makeup and I'm going to be a model. That was my focus. I was living the life. I was really social and partying <laughs> and, you know, living the best life, whatever yeah. that meant. And, um, that that was the the gist of the 20s mm -hmm. in new york city mm -hmm. who you are has always been very clear to me right and I, I i have the benefit of saying this and reflecting on this because i've known you for for all this time and normally i don't know my guests that well to be able to say this but you have always been this in it person and you've always had this spirit and so i think that you are who you are is is always who you are it's just how you choose to show up and the decisions that you make in your life and obviously this enhances through your spiritual journey you kind of adapt your the presentation of self in this in this world right, right? Um, just chat with joe is i would say is a spiritual practice before it's anything else of, of course right That's exactly what um, and uh, it's beautiful that all of it has come together now to for you to present this version of self and to help people heal who they are but before I just chat with Joe, I want us to really go into why it came about. And I don't know if you wish to, but the event and the process of now be of, of spiritual growth, because that is what we're here for. That is what people are searching for. Right. They're searching for the answers. It's not that they are completely lost as people, but there is another stage of where they're trying to get to. So for you, when, where did that start? I know you said 2018, but where and how did it actually start? I actually was in Indiana with Om, mm -hmm. and um, we were on the trails, we were walking, and we were talking about what the next move was going to be. Mm -hmm. Because we left California, um, unfortunate events happened, Right. And I had to make a decision. Do I stay? Do I in the relationship or do I, you know, do I stay in California? What to do? Because I have always been a free spirit mm -hmm. and just like whatever happens, I'll figure it out. California will always be here. New York will always be here. I'm going to choose to help my partner go through what he's going through. Just Chat with Joe was supposed to be what you do with Life and Lemonade right. originally. And so I knew that capturing stories mm -hmm. is beautiful but it's not my calling mm -hmm. and it came to a point where it was less of what I wanted to do and what my calling was that's yes. out of my control mm -hmm. what's in my control is if I'm gonna accept that calling or not right so while we were walking I was like all right let me think about it I love Ellen I love just chat with Joe I love there were certain people that came to me so how like what what how do I bring that together so I decided I'm not going to ask that question anymore. I'm going to let that be. Mm -hmm. I meditated. I slept. And then it came to me. Just chat with Joe. Like chat with me. Mm -hmm. But on a more deeper level. Right. So that's when I decided to take yoga seriously and, and get certified for my whole practice. Everything that I offer. Mm -hmm. And really help people go through what they're going through and find a solution. This is why I say I'm not a therapist. What I am here to do is to sit in the passenger seat while you guys sit in the driver's seat and make sure that you just stay on the road. Right. That's the analogy that I give. Right. Because for me to say that I'm sitting in the passenger seat and having a practice mm -hmm. indicates that I'm not here to give you the answers. Right. I'm here to guide you through 
what you're going through so you can find the answers. Right. So that's what just chat with Joe is all about. Right. Heal with Joe, yoga with Joe, whatever the case may be, is with mm-hmm. me as mm-hmm. opposed to you're talking at me, I'm talking at you. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's a I'm helping you go through what you're going mm-hmm. through in order to get to uh, the finish line. Who is Joe and what is her calling and what is your place in this kingdom? Or queendom. Or queendom. Um, <laughs> I am an ear. I am an eye. I am a listener. I am here to to see things that people can't mm. and p- that people can but I see them before in order to give you the warning mm-hmm. there are things I am I have abilities that I don't talk about because I'm not here to promote on Instagram the fact that I'm a psychic I'm not here to promote on Instagram or social media or anyone that I can do this, look at me, book me. That's not, I, I take this very seriously right. and I proceed with caution mm-hmm. because for you to really do the self-work that you need to do, and, and I'm no different, Leah. Mm-hmm. What I'm doing, you can do as well. Mm-hmm. It's just a matter of this being my purpose. So I take these things very seriously because it's a gift that you're letting me in. So I take that seriously rather than what I have to give to you or what I have to offer. It has nothing to do with me, actually. It has everything to do with you. What are some of the things that being in the driver's seat with you being in the passenger seat, what are some of the things that you can advise them or guide them towards? You need to heal your past first. That's the first step. Mm -hmm. You have to heal and deal with what you haven't dealt with in order to even go forward in anything Mm -hmm. to the fullest capacity of what going forward in a positive way means. Mm -hmm. That's the very, very first step. There are a lot of things that we put under the rug and um, behind us that we think, all right, I'll deal with it in five years. My mom told me I was adopted at the age of 25. I decided to turn that into a positive, mm-hmm. tell her how grateful I am for both my biolog- biological mother and her. Mm-hmm. And a bee came to visit. Hmm? A bee came to visit. Oh, hey, what's going on? Mm-hmm. And I'm grateful. I'm, I'm grateful for, for that. That's a perfect example with, with healing in the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't understand why she waited to, to tell me when I while I was an adult as opposed to telling me when I'm a child right was a child um so she actually told me that when I was on my way to work and I decided I made sure to message her every every hour to make sure that she knew that I'm not freaking out I'm not um in shock I am coming home and we'll talk about this right um that's just an example of healing from something that is life change. I always choose gratitude. Mm-hmm. I always choose gratitude because I'm at that unconditional place. So I can afford to do that coming from a place of unconditional love. Right. And I am very grateful. I put myself in her shoes. I'm an empath. So that made me, and I say that because that's, that's who I was, but you don't need to be an empath in all of these things to choose. Cause again, this goes back to identity, how to receive this information. Mm-hmm. 
I chose to heal from it rather than aggression or anger. Mm -hmm. And thus I was able to move forward with the next thing. So you said you would advise them to heal their past. Yes, that's the first thing. Uh, And what is the second thing? What else would you advise of them? Patience is a very big thing. Mm -hmm. There's a lot that comes on your journey that will either throw you off or make you confused and then it comes a point where you're like I I don't I really don't need to deal with this or I don't want to so I'm Mm -hmm. not going to but there is a gift of just going getting through Mm -hmm. there is a light at the end of the tunnel for Mm -hmm. lack of a better where I know that's played out I get it guys but it's it's the truth there is a light at the end of of the tunnel tunnel. um every tunnel and the thing is, it's not going to happen in the time that you set out for yourself because we put a lot of timelines on things in this life. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get married at 30. I'm going to have kids at you know this age and so forth. But there's a lot more beauty that's within the unknown, which is why I chose this life. Mm-hmm. Because I value my time and I'd like to spend it well. Mm-hmm. And I always encourage others to really value your time. Value yourself. And know that you are worth it and that you deserve to to know who you are and what what is your identity because once you know that you have all the space and time in the world to do what it is that you want and what you were destined to do as well Mm -hmm. so the patience is a big part of it as well Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. do you have any blockages inside of you because this is this the spiritual journey you never quite arrive you know, it's always going it's to be... It's consistent. A, yeah, it's, it's something you have to keep at. It's a lifestyle, really, um, and a way of being. So do you have any blockages? And, and if so, how do, you, how do you process that? So blockages for me happen on day-to-day basis. That's what I refer to as a blockage. So we live in a very old vehicle. This is a 1993. We, we have spent so much money on... Because the person that we that we bought it from was not truthful mm-hmm. and thus we found out that there needed to be a lot more work that needed to be done that is a blockage in itself because mm-hmm. then it puts me in a financial situation regardless of me being who I am right this is happening in the instance and I'm human right so that that is a blockage because now I have to create ways in my mind financially as to how I'm going to deal with this this me- mechanical problem, problem because we live in our home and that's a big thing right to have a mechanical problem um, so that in itself is a blockage how do I deal with that I stop what I'm doing I breathe and as I'm breathing, I inhale, control what I can control. And I exhale, I release everything. I release all the fear, all the doubt, mm-hmm. all the worries. Mm-hmm. Because I can only control what I can. The rest is up to spirit, up to God, up to Allah, whoever you all believe in and look up to. Mm-hmm. Um, there is nothing more than I can do than do what I can do control what you can and leave the rest right so right. that's an example of a, a day-to-day blockage in in the circumstances that we're in right now learning freedom because right. we're still learning her mm-hmm. we have adopted a child basically mm-hmm. that's that's how i see it do you believe in god allah do you have a do you believe i i believe i believe that there is there is hope there is love that's why that's why i stopped at there is i believe in 
this is why I say I'm spiritual and not religious. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't like to put titles on things. Mm-hmm. So I believe the same way that you believe in it's the same destination. We just go about it the different different ways. That's what I like to to say. Okay. Um, I believe in the higher being. I believe that we are all God mm-hmm. and we look up to our higher selves. That's how I got where I am. Mm-hmm. I believe in spirit. Mm-hmm. I believe in self. Mm-hmm. So I, I believe. Mm-hmm. I believe just like you do. Mm-hmm. It just may be different ways of getting to the horizon. When we both come to this these spaces because we're hoping that humanity can tap into some level of unconditionality and then therefore safety which is why life and lemonade shares all types of stories right because it's the idea that you're not alone wherever you are you're you are not alone and there there's possibility out there and um and there's allowance out there in terms of you can you can be you own the right to take up space in this world you know and you don't have to shy away from that but a lot of people don't have that in their day-to-day life no and so i love that you say that because you need a safe space to share anything to share everything absolutely anything you know anything and everything because until you really explore and, and each of us has something different inside of us right um and therefore we 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 bear different fruit but in order to know your fruit you have to know what's inside of you exactly and you have been able to get out all of that you've been able to explore the fullness of 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 who you are and understand that and now shape a life uh around that and i think that that's beautiful because a lot of people don't have that opportunity a lot of people don't grow up with a mother as open as you know as open-minded as as you have and stuff like that so for you to be able to offer that back to people i think because it's not about me i always say that it's not about me it's about you guys Mm -hmm. it's about you knowing that you've been searching for something for so long an outlet that you just couldn't have in your own family or in your own friend circle or whatever the case is your strangers are your biggest support believe it or not it's a real thing and also we're a reflection of each other so we can learn from each other rather than you being the person learning from me Mm -hmm. um now granted the goal is to help you heal so i'm here to help you heal but the journey is letting you know that you do have that outlet and that we're here to go through it together first before we can get to the healing because you have to deal with with whatever it is first so then what do you want them to know about yoga I want you guys to know that the union between mind, body, and breath is really important, and I'm here to to help you connect them. Mm-hmm. That that's the biggest thing with with yoga, whether I help you or not. So you know, you're not for your knowledge. Um, the mind, body, and breath is is the union, and that's what yoga is. And is there anything that we haven't touched on that you would want to share? I think we touched on a bit of of everything the most important part is uh i pray that you guys after hearing a little bit about my story you 
you know it's okay to be vulnerable um, because these are some vulnerable times as well mm -hmm. it is entirely okay and it is allowed for you to be exactly who you are and if you can't do that the plus is that I am here to help you <laughs> be that person that's what I would like everyone to know that's beautiful yes thank, thank you, you. Leah. thank you Satnam namaste <laughs> Thank you so much. Oh, thank you. She's beautiful, guys. Gratitude. Thank you guys for watching. I see the sun is beautifully out. Yes. In Malibu today. Yes. Um, you I guys are here in spirit, so. Yes, you are. It's beautiful. Giving you um, that positive energy. I hope that you, I hope that whatever you take away from this episode that it really it gives you permission i think that that's that's really what i would like you to take away it gives you permission to to be yourself to explore yourself to journey within to connect to spirit um and just essentially for, for yourself determine what is important and it doesn't have to look like my life. It doesn't have to look like Joe's life. It doesn't have to look like your mom's life, your sister's life. It's just for you to determine what is important and use the inspiration of being, of Joe being herself, of me being myself to really find out who you are. Um, I think that's the most important thing. I agree. So I wrap this up. I send you love, love, life, and possibility. Thank you for sharing this space with us. I hope that somewhere along the way you find value in the stories of our guests that opens your hearts, inspires you, helps you uncover your own truth, or simply provoke deeper thought in your lives. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, on YouTube, and follow us on Instagram. Join us here next time for another episode of Life and Lemonade. Until then, wishing you love, light, and possibility.